you can get it, you can get it, you can get it, you can get it. And I know just know just know just know just know just what you want. All right, welcome back, lovers and friends. It's the love guru himself, Trey Ryan, and this is Love Journal, my journey into understanding, healing, and relearning love. Today is part one of a three-part series that I call Love and Poetry. If you know me, I follow the show, you know I'm a poet. I have two poetry books out currently, The Boy Who Lucid Dreamed and The Boy Who Stood in the Rain, and I'm working on a third. I've written poetry most of my life, at least since I was in fourth or fifth grade and I wanted to do this because the thing about poetry is it's inherently romantic right the right combination of words can bring someone to their knees can make them fall in love can make them reminisce all that (laughs) I'd be willing to bet that the majority of poetry is actually written related to love whether the pursuit of it or the loss of it new love old love forbidden love or quieted love just love (laughs) Um, I think being a poet is having passion for words. As I mentioned in the last episode, having passion for something can translate to your relationships once you're conscious of it. I want to treat my next lover with the same reverence, care, and love that I give to poetry. I want to treat my next lover like a poet. Or a poem. (laughs) So, I want to talk to a few poets that I feel have done amazing poetic work that I love being in the same class of artists with, truly. For part one... A repeat guest, Mr. Deshaun Maurice, a very talented poet, photographer, and podcast host, amongst other things, I'm sure, is the Taurus Energy, so we can't help it. <laughs> Stick around after that as well for another love letter, only two left. That's been a journey, too. And um, I shared another week in love, so stay tuned. Let's get into it. Um, but yeah, so uh, I guess we'll go ahead and get started. I, I really wanted to... I had the thought, like, you know, poetry is, like, inherently love-related. <laughs> like, I, I feel like the first poem, wrote, like, written was probably, like, a love poem or something. Or, like, a sad love poem. But either way, it was about love. <laughs> like, not um, sure. Yeah. So I just figured, you know, why not do a, a poet episode? Um, but before we actually get into that really quick, it's just to catch up with you a bit. How are you? How have you been? How was your day? All that stuff. <laughs> I'm alright, man. I think I said this last time, like, I'm just going through the motion of life. Life is life, and yes, it is. Yes. Life. And, like, not, like, depressed and sad, like, just literally, like, it... Just, I mean, yeah. at least the first, I mean, it's just my, it is what it is, like... <laughs> I feel that, I feel that. Yeah, that's... But I'm good, though, you know what I mean? Okay, yeah, I would say, that's kind of where I am, like, just, I'm just flowing right now. Like, I'm letting, I'm, I'm in my flow, so I'm just kind of letting whatever comes, come, whatever goes, goes, like, I'm not trying to disrupt the the stream <laughs> so yeah i feel that completely like, I, mean, I, still want, I still have goals and stuff on that yeah yeah of course gotta go with the flow yep that's all you can fucking that's literally all you can do like i'm good though honestly how about yourself i'm 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 you know flowing <laughs> um lost lost a job recently um again uh which fucking sucks uh it's been it's been a wild year <laughs> 
But like you, you see, like obviously it's not funny, but like you see, you just kind of just accepting it. Like yeah, yeah. I mean, at this point, I've I've been unemployed about a good six times in the past two years, so it's just like. It's going to work out. Um, whatever's supposed to come to me will come to me. And all I can do is just keep working on, you know, everything that I'm working on. Um, I feel like it's for a reason. Um, I feel like it's just been a test. And at this point, I'm just like, oh, all right. They told me I, they was letting me go. I was like, all right. Let's just make sure I get my last check. I don't know. Which I want. Like, you know, like yeah, at this point, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm just, um, I'm really, I'm flowing right now. And I mean, I, I feel like it's, the best place to be because I feel really good um, just about myself in general and like my direction so it's just like anything else that falls away is clearly not for the path that I'm on so it's kind of like a we kind of kind of got subject real quick but <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, it's a question in a metaphorical way like yeah let's say you're on a cruise ship right you can direct you can get on a what's it called you can be the captain of the boat you can steer yeah. where you want to go are you staying right now or are you kind of just in a bowl just chilling letting it go where you want to go I think it's both I think I'm learning when to steer and when to go with the waves um because at some point I think that's also a thing that's a great analogy I think um cap you know sea captains or whatever they they know something like you know it's a certain sometimes it's a storm or something you know I I forget what I was watching recently uh Voyage of the Demeter it was about a ship old ass ship in like the 1800s so it's made out of wood but the idea is the same you know what I'm saying no matter how advanced the ships get water will get fucking crazy if it's a storm and there's nothing you can necessarily do but to ride that storm out and so I'm learning in those times of my storms to not try to steer the ship and just let the ship (laughs) bend down hold on (laughs) and ride it out and then when it's time to steer take control yeah cause like no matter what let's say we want to go north we can pray about it be positive no matter what it's gonna rain today it's like it's not stopping the weather and the rain comes going north so you gotta like pivot maybe go west for two days or go east for two days I just gotta just steer and flow with it so this thought is actually now talking to you like how are you in a we're kind of just sailing man like yeah but it's funny I was just gonna say this this is very even technically while quote unquote off topic it's very poetic uh, dialogue (laughs) like so although we aren't like talking about poetry we are talking in a very poetic kind of sense but yeah I mean um it's it's it's, I'll just say it's just an interesting place to be um just just not like fight because I'm also very stubborn I mean Taurus I'm sure um and in the past I've had an extremely hard time letting things go sometimes Real quick, like how old are you? I think you're saying thirty eight. Thirty one? Thirty two. Yeah. Something shit. Yeah. <laughs> we there, we there. But yeah, no, yeah. I and I'm I'm so much better with that now in my thirties, but it was like I do recall a time I look back on some of the things I've did, I say like, oh, oh, like a cringe, like fuck, just you should have let that go like, you know. Um, so I'm just at at that place now, finally, of just like Alright, cool. <laughs> That's why I mentioned age because like time. No, like in my twenties, like like you said, stubborn. Like if I if my mindset on this, I don't care if it's a yes or no. I'm getting. I said what I said. Yeah, yeah. Like it sucks sometimes, but like, all right. <laughs> but then I'm also learning to use that. At, like that's not also a bad thing as a tourist too. Like it's also uh, a way that the energy can be channeled into ambition or like. Um, 
you know what I'm saying, tenacity. So, like, also at the same time, if I say I'm going to do something or I'm going to achieve something, I'm going to do that. So, it, you, you know, just everything has its its up and down. So, let's say that. Yeah, I, mean, I think we get into it, but, like, for sure, like, in relationship-wise, if you said no, being the stubborn me back then, fine, I just pick my pen up and start writing. I'm like, fuck it, then. Yeah. And just... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So then that was actually going to be my first question. Um, what fuels your writing, like your poetry, the most? I, I mean, two things kind of mind. Yeah. One, rejection, or two, imagination. So Ooh. potential, I guess. Okay, okay. I'm just throwing like a random example. This, yeah. this didn't happen before. I'm just like making something up. Let's say... Michelle, I want to talk to Michelle, and she rejects me. Yeah, I had this vision of my life. You gonna get married, blah blah blah. She yeah. says no. So I'm like, you know, fine. To release this pain and hurt, yeah. I'm gonna write about what I thought will be, and right. that just helped in a weird way. People in my mind say that helps me. Like, yeah. I'm writing about a yeah. girl that just rejected you, but <laughs> about you know liking her and stuff. But like, it helps. It's kind of like reverse psychology in a way. Yeah. Oh no, no, no. So yeah. So I mean that that was one of mine too. Like rejection is definitely, um, because I feel like, like it, it doesn't hit hard like until you are truly invested. So that's what it's like. So like now I have a million things to say. Like all these times or like these dreams I've had, these fantasies I've had. Like you said, like you know I've fantasized about things happening with us and shit like that. So it's like. Um, now I have to get all this out. <laughs> I was about to say, because it didn't happen, I can write about it and then just yeah. release it. Or right, if you was trash and you kind of, because there's also, you know, the situations, unfortunately, where you were um, getting used or, or things like that, where it was some time, you know, some type of situationship or something. And it's like, but now you're taking somebody else serious over me. And it's like, that that's a different type of rejection. And I'm like, you ain't shit, motherfucker. You <laughs> like, it's, I get a chance to get that part out now. Um, I actually I think have poet, on fun too, like, I'm sorry, but y'all, as, as poets too, I think that's our closure in a way. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, definitely. Because we get a chance to say what we, chances are, aren't going to say when we see them. Or if we see them. Or, if, or, we, or we may never see them again. Either way, like, this is how we say <laughs> Oh yeah, definitely not. Like, I can write down, fuck you, I hate you, and then when I'm next to you, it's like, I mean, I don't know, like, <laughs> I just don't know what to do. <laughs> you know, yeah. Um, I think another one is um, drugs. Honestly, um, I mean, I, I smoke obviously, but like, I've done shrooms and acid and stuff like that too. And just, well, yeah, just shrooms and acid, really. Um, but just being in those, I guess, quote unquote, altered spaces just immediately triggers the need to create something. And I'm just like, oh, I'll look at a can and be like, you got my heart green like this Canada dry. Like, <laughs> you know, like, I have to get something out now. Like, everything becomes poetic or everything becomes artistic or, like, you know, graphic or, you know, photographic, whatever the case. Um, so that, and then actually the other part is, I'll say, um, desire and dreams. Like, I write a lot about my dreams. Um, I wrote a poem about a dream one time, too, actually. That's my favorite, because I feel like that's when you can write the most, like, abstract. Like, I've written some wild shit, but it was, like, from a dream, <laughs> you know? Um, and it was just, like, shit that I would be like, damn, I don't think I would have written this any other 
um, like I said, any other mindset or whatever, like, awake, basically. Had I not had that dream, I wouldn't have wrote this shit. And it goes back to, like, what potentially could have happened with that person or a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to dream yeah. that finished. Like, I'm going to remember what I remember and then just finish it my own way. Yeah, there's that, too. So when did you? Uh, I love this. This I got this question, Loki, from um, the Brown Sugar movie. I don't know if you remember. But she's like, "When did you fall in love with hip hop?" <laughs> yeah, two days and all. That's like my favorite. All right. Um, when did you fall in love with poetry? Or if it's not a specific moment or the earliest moment, just a moment that you recall, just remembering the love that you have for poetry. Because I think you can fall in love with things more than once. It's one of those things. I didn't know I can write. Like, when I was younger, mm-hmm. I used to, like, try to write songs because at the time, like, it was pop and sync, and I tried to rap like little Bob Like, all these people. <laughs> hey. I tried to write to be, like, famous. And, um, so I was just doing it just for fun. That's that tourist shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember, when did Love Like Down by Kanye West come out? Like, 2008? That's like 08. Yeah, 08 or 09. 08. So, again, like, back then, I was just playing around and writing it. I didn't know it was that good for real. Just, I was a kid. But fast forward to 2008, when I heard Love Lockdown for the first time, it was something about the way, like, he wasn't, if you remember, he wasn't rapping. Mm. He was kind of, like, singing, talking. Sing rapping, way. yeah. Yeah, like, he wasn't, so I'm like, oh, shit, I could probably do that. <laughs> right. So I really took the beat and just started writing. And, like, oh, shit, I'm really good at writing. Then from that moment, I just never stopped writing. Yeah. But to answer a question, when I fell in love with writing, like, 2008, when I heard Love Lockdown. Yeah. I started taking it more seriously. Yeah. Okay, I like and that. I had a friend, like, I had a mutual friend with somebody, and, like, they had a breakup with their boyfriend or whatever. So I took their situation and wrote about it, and then I showed it to her, and she yeah. loved it. So from that moment, again, I just started writing. It was like, fuck it, I'll just do this. Okay, I feel that. Um, so then I kind of have a few moments, honestly. Um, but I'll say the earliest I recall just knowing that I could write um, was, like, fifth grade. I entered like a national poetry contest just just cause I just wanted to and I wrote a quick poem like <laughs> like I literally promise I barely even tried for real <laughs> real quick so if you, don't, you didn't know you can write this sign up for it just because <laughs> yeah I mean I liked so like my, my parents can like I'll probably have them on to talk about it one episode before, like one day or whatever but like I, I used to like to write stories. That was, like, my earliest thing. And then I would make fake little magazines. So I would, like, write fake art. Like, I would collect different clippings from different magazines and staple them all together and make my own little mini magazines and, like, leave them in the bathroom. Like, for people, like, it just... I, <laughs> I just always was writing in general. But, like, poetry, I never really tried. So I just said, huh. Huh, right? <laughs> and... And I still remember, I don't remember exactly what I wrote, but I remember the title of the poem was called Resisting Temptation. And I didn't even know what the fuck I was talking about. Um, I'm in fifth grade. Like, what do you know about resisting temptation? You know? Um, but what I wrote was, I, I do recall it being really good because I won. Um, and it was like, I still have the fucking award, like, back at home. Like, it was just like, huh. So maybe I have. And it was like, it wasn't like some deep ass Maya Angelou, like fucking 90 line. Like it was like, it's short and simple and to the point. And I was like, oh, I think I have, I think I might have something. Okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> in the fifth grade, man. That's funny. <laughs> 
And it was a national, so I'm just like, wow. Um, and then, so, like, one of the earliest times I recall falling in love with poetry um, is Deaf Poetry Jam. He's come on HBO. And I loved every everybody that came on there. Then, like, I would just, I could just, like, watch it. But specifically, and I still watch it to this day, Floetry had a poem on there. And it kind of goes into... Oh, my God. So, um... Yeah, I mean, so they had two, but there was one, and I still watch it to this day when I want, like, inspiration. Um, but it's kind of like how you were mentioning Kanye doing the rap singing thing. You know, it's two of them, so one was doing the rap and one was doing the singing, and they were just, like, flowing it together, and it was just, like, what they were talking about, and it's it's called Everybody's Heard. Like, I, I, I'll send you Everybody's Heard? Everybody's Heard, yes, and... One of my favorites, I'll send it to you. Um, that one, and they have another one, but it was just like one of my moments of being like mesmerized by words. Um, and then, like, one other moment, <laughs> and this one is kind of funny, it's from the Medea movie, uh, Medea's Family Reunion. Um, at the end, there's like a wedding, and Maya Angelou reads a poem, and it's called In and Out of Time. It's super fucking beautiful, and I just remember, like, I used to recite it a lot because her voice and, you know, being funny and how, you know, all that. But, like, the words were so powerful um, that it just stuck with me. And as I got older, I would just go back and read it and just, like, understand it on a deeper level. Like, God damn, you know, we loved each other in and out of time. Like, you were always mine. I was always yours. Like, that just goes outside of... If I live 100 years here and I'm on my 10th lifetime, we've lived, like, a 1,000 years together. Like, that's just... It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> so, yeah. That was one of my times. <laughs> As what, do you know what year that was? It's kind of like the same year the Love Lockdown came out, which is funny. Yeah, yep. Around, like, 08. Yeah. Damn, yeah, that is funny. <laughs> um, so, let me see here. Um, so, then... Who is one of your favorite poets? I was afraid you were going to ask that question because honestly, I don't have one. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, that's why I said one of. That's why I like to say one of instead of. Because that can even be rappers, you know what I'm saying? Or yeah, singers and stuff. So. When you put it that way, I could say Wale. Mm, okay. Okay. Man, I don't know if it's on subject, but like, have you heard of Wale breakup song? Yeah. Yeah. Bro. <laughs> he, that's, he that's is that's he's See, very poetic when you want to be okay like I have to like literally break minds down <laughs> go ahead like into three different categories uh-huh. rappers singers and poets so for poets Maya Angelou and Shakespeare um Shakespeare cause he's a fucking tourist of course yeah um so it just makes all the sense in the world and then Maya Angelou because she changed my relationship with words she made me realize like as a writer you should have one like how do you interact with words like just again just deepen in my relationship with words um rappers the attack of the light skin niggas Drake and J. Cole <laughs> Um, Drake because as as commercial as he can be he never necessarily loses sight of his genuine lyrical ability so when he wanna write some shit 
whether it's singing or like R&B shit or some yeah, rap shit, he go, he can do it. Um, and then J. Cole is because his pen is just always on. Like, it's never. Always. <laughs> always, always, always. And then lastly, singers. <laughs> um, and this one was a little tough. And honestly, I might even change it up. Oh, uh, shit. Yeah, I'm just, I'm gonna leave it at that. Because the singer one is harder. Like, that one is tough. Was Indiari one of your people? See, no, but I can see, I can see her being an option. I'm not a star about her, just, uh. See, I'm struggling with old school and new school more so. Um, SZA will be, technically be one of my thoughts. I'm sure you don't say that. Because yeah. <laughs> I don't, I've never met some, like, she literally writes, like, what's on my mind sometimes. I'm like, dog, what the fuck are you? Get out of here. Get the hell out of you. You get out of there. <laughs> um, and I've never, I've never, like, I've come close to relating to what people are talking about in their music and stuff like that. But, like, I've never had anybody say exactly what was on my mind the way she has. So, um, but then I thought, like, Babyface. Um, one of the best Exactly. Like, you've been writing male songs, female songs, group songs. They've just been writing forever. You know what I'm saying? And some of the if not the best songs, like, ever. So, um, that's why he's one of them, too. So, I don't know. Neo as well, by the way. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's annoying, but yes. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Just <clears throat> a backtrack real quick. You say you got a deeper relationship with words. Yes, yes. It's funny, like, let's say you look up a word and you, like, see a word and you kind of find out different definitions of it and what to use it. Yeah, um, so, okay, so, for example, right, I, my favorite thing about poetry are just, um, you know, songwriting, whatever the case is, is that so many words can mean the same thing. So the fact that to this day now, people are still writing new, like, phrases and new sentences and things like that to mean some of the same shit that people have been saying for hundreds of years, it fascinates me. So when I find, like, new words, I'm like, oh, shit, what does this mean? How can I fit this into my life? Like, where can I say this? How can I write it? Um, and then I even have, like, moments where I find a word that I just like. Like, I won't even use it, but I just like to say it. Like, like one of my favorites, and I promise you I'll probably never use this word, is abysmal. Never fucking use it, but I just like saying it. <laughs> it just sounds like something. <laughs> like, so it's just, like, it's... For me, I just... I don't know. I just enjoy words. <laughs> yeah, I got the dictionary app. I just always, like, favor words. I like... Yeah, like, yeah. I probably would never use it. I just like it. I'm yeah. using it down the road somewhere, but... Yeah, that too. Because then sometimes you never know when, when when you might be able to use those words out of the line. And then I just, like, increasing my fucking vocabulary. Like, I... Su- I think that's the other part, too, is that I surprise myself sometimes with how I speak. Or, like, with something that I wrote sometimes. I'm like, oh, shit. Hey. <laughs> like in the back of my mind I'm still talking but in the back of my mind I'm like hey did you hear that word <laughs> like, yeah, I, can't, I can't remember the exact word but I wrote a poem one time I found like a new word and I try to I can't think of what it is but I try to like use it in a poem I actually end up using a poem I just can't think of the word right now yeah. the, the, the definition of that word is so deep to me I could use I could use a simple word yeah. you know exactly each word has the same definition in certain things Yeah. I was trying to like increase my poeticness and use this specific word like, like my mind thinks about like songs like fucking Unbreak My Heart 
Like, so, like, I remember, like, because I songwrite, too, and I was looking up, like, just songwriting tips, and it was, like, find a new way to say something people already say, or been saying, you know what I'm saying? And I was, like, one of the examples, like, unbreak my heart, that's just, like, love me again. Like, you know what I'm saying? No one just says, unbreak my heart, you know, unbreak something. So it's just, like, finding, and even when, like, the possibility of creating words just for um, phonetic, like, matching and stuff like that, that gets kind of fun too, just to like hop into like the songwriter bag a little bit. Um, <laughs> what, that made me think about fucking what is it, Kanye? I was just listening to uh, "Can't Tell Me Nothing," and he like uh, <laughs> don't say something, don't ever fix your lips like collagen, and say something where you gonna end up apologizing. It's not a word, <laughs> but it just works, and it just yeah, works, yeah, yeah. you know. So um, poetry, man, like. And just just to throw that on top of there, um, shout out to fucking hip hop for like, I think hip hop has added, I don't want to say value, um, but just added another layer to poetry. Yeah, also like getting away with certain. Yeah, Ryan. it was like before that. It was like somebody said some shit like that. You would looked at him, my fuckers would have been like, <laughs> "Oh, he's illiterate." <laughs> you know, like people would have been bad as hell. Um, but then hip hop came out, and it was like, now you can say some shit like that, and it works. Um, all right. So next question: What's maybe one of your favorites that you have written yourself? My favorite poems. Yes, and you don't have to read it itself, but just like the title of it and what it's about. Honestly, my whole second book, okay. my hey. that whole I can't, I can't just give you one. Like honestly, just, okay, <laughs> I'm that one. Like the whole book for me is everything. Because yeah. like, if you haven't read it, if you want to read, that's great. If you haven't read it, it literally goes through the motion of we talking, we struggling, we break up, move on. Yeah. As we all been through, so every poem in that book is just. Chef's kiss. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. I'm like, I'm in that place too of like falling in love with my second book. Like, I had my phase with the book with the first one, and I'm like in my like second book phase of like, damn, like I wrote that. Okay. Yeah, perfectly. Your baby, like, it's my first one, but I'm saying you get that second the one. The second like, one, it's like you a little bit more, yo, you in your bag a little bit more. I think, like, haha. Yeah, like, so I mean, kind of answer quick. I didn't give you one, but honestly, all of them in the second book. Man. Yeah. I feel that. Just need the whole abortion culture. Yeah, yeah, I definitely feel that. It's, but then, it's so, like, do you find, like, because, like, so, you know, I got, like, my two or whatever. Do you find that your, like, life maybe mirrored the books, like, after the release? Like, so, like, after my first book, literally my life for, like, that following, like, six or seven months almost, like, mirrored my experiences that I put in the book. And then the second book came out, and then, like, <laughs> the following year kind of mirrored that too like almost like an era or something I don't know it's weird honestly no like huh. when I write and I put it out I kind of just drop it and, like yeah. rip review I just keep going like yeah hammer to the world went on but it just leaves me yeah. so then it could have but you just didn't notice <laughs> I was say it could be like a different experience in a yeah. way okay that's interesting but I never thought about that. Like, it has a mirror going forward. Like, because, like, okay, so, like, I like to look at it because, I, honestly, I plan on, like, turning my podcast or my books or, or, like, combining the two into a TV show somehow. I'll, 
I'll figure that out. <laughs> I see it. It's gonna happen. Um, but like, it's kind of like an album, right? Like, um, you know, an artist drops an album, and that time frame after that album is like that era. It's like, oh, this is their, you know, that's the such and such era. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that's kind of like I feel like how my how the books were like <laughs> it was like the first one like, the boy who lucid dreamed it was like I was in my lucid dreaming era <laughs> and then like um, after the second one it was the boy who in the rain and I was in my rain era like just being in the fucking rain so it's like and now I'm working on the third one and getting ready to release it and I already feel my life like adjusting to that um, concept so it's like I don't know I don't know it's, it's something very interesting to notice um it's funny, like, as as poets, we kind of this is our way of like making music in a way. Yeah. Like you said, okay. I got albums. Yes, it's literally because that's what it feels like. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> especially when like, you put it like, together. Yeah, was, like, I'm, I'm, that was me. Well, that was nineteen. Right. Like other one from eighteen, we just different era, man. Yeah, and it's like you. It, it's literally like music because like you got to make your cover and. <laughs> gotta make sure you got like yo know, credits on there like who you shout out and make sure you get everything copywritten and just like all this shit like yes I basically dropped two albums I mean pretty much like, I basically Drake Missy Drake did you go back and read your old stuff or no uh, what'd you say did you go back and read your old stuff oh or, like, yeah I do that know? I do that consistently um often because I journal a lot and I like to I think it helps to recognize, like, when you when you journal and you read back your old things and stuff like that, you can kind of recognize your patterns and just learn, again, to kind of get into your flow a bit more. So it's just like that. And then also I have this thing I've done for years because um, I just have to get it out. And when you do it too, it could be a writer thing. But I'll, I'll come up with a line, maybe a line or two, and then just write it down and I won't touch it again. Yeah, I'll come yeah, back yeah. to that. I'll leave it there, written down in my notepad, because I'll come back to that a year from now, two years from now, and that one little line that I've pieced together could be added to something I'm writing today. And it's like, oh, perfect, bam, that hits. So um, that's another reason why I go back to just look at old shit. Yeah, like in that sense, I do the same thing. But like, as far as like my books and my old poetry, like once it's done, I don't go back. Oh no, I love it. I love it. I love it. I might read like. <laughs> It might, it's very rare that I go back and read it, but like, yeah. I just don't go back. But I know, like, some actors, like, some actors in a the movie, they don't watch the movie because they yeah. did it. I don't know about musicians, like, they put an album on, they go back and listen, but like, when I write something, I don't really go back. I don't do it often as far as, like, the poetry books. I do it occasionally when I'm working on something new and I just want to, like, make sure I'm, I'm staying, like, fresh. You know what I'm saying? Like, not recycling certain not ideas. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like, making sure. Um, everything is just new because I can if I'm moving like sometimes like I remember as I was writing the second book I accidentally put one poem in there twice and I was like oh shit <laughs> like you know just like little mistakes and things like that so it's like I do try to um, go back over it in the mindset of like what can I do better and is there anything here that I can use still you know what I'm saying like okay damn can I do this does this poem need a part two in the next book <laughs> you know, like things I've like done that. that actually make a part two of anything. Oh, I I haven't done it in a while, but I think it's about time for a part two or something. Ooh, it's about yeah. time. <laughs> um. Oh, so actually, I didn't even answer mine. My uh, favorite one, one of the favorites that I've written. It is I did it for a, a wedding, and it's called Meet Me at Forever. 
Meet me at forever. Yes. Um, and it's one of my favorites because the ideas that I have for it, I mean, obviously I read it, I wrote it for a couple, but more so I wrote it also like I had some of my own feelings at the time about somebody. And then also I just thought about like fucking Avatar, like the cartoon, the Avatar and like elements and just how like I just blended all three of those ideas together. And then what I came up with, like people was like tearing up and shit like that. And I was like, damn, like. <laughs> I came up with this in like 20 minutes from watching Avatar y'all like that's crazy <laughs> um, but it is a genuinely beautiful fucking poem so like when I read it now I still look at it and I'm just like damn like I did that I did sometimes it's, it's just moments I just be like damn yeah that was fire uh, okay okay and I recognize sure, 20 minutes just about, like, and that's the other thing, too, that I'm in the, in the space of my life that I know I don't need a lot of time if I'm really focused on the topic and the subject that I'm writing about. Yeah, it takes me, like, at least, well, when it focus, like, 10 minutes, personally. <laughs> Excuse me. No. <laughs> but no, 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 yeah, it, just, it depends on the topic. Um, the topic and, like, how inspired I am. If, like, if I'm genuinely um, in the mood of what, you know, the topic is or whatever, like, I'm really feeling it, like, if I'm really angry or sad or something, oh, yeah, pen and paper, give me 30 minutes, and I've written, like, 15, 20 songs or something, you know, like, um, and so it's just, that's the other part, I think, of, like, I'm learning mastery, like, I think, and I don't want to, I've mastered writing to a point where I trust my ability to write anything fully even if it's something or like a technique or something i don't know i trust myself to learn it and pick it up so that's what i mean when i say mastery it's like writing because <laughs> you can't throw that shit out like that you can't just say you're master at some shit like <laughs> i think we can say it. we've been writing like this since fifth grade for you like when i was a kid too yeah yeah, so I think, yeah. I think can say that. that's that's a good that's a good like fifteen plus years of pen and paper. So yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. Plus, your art is your art. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Whether people like it or not. Yeah, and I think so. I mean, with that though, I think one of the good things is also while my masters, I can recognize when I didn't write my best. I think that's the issue sometimes too, when people can't acknowledge when they didn't do good or like something is ass. Like, sometimes I might just write some bullshit. But now that I've written that bullshit, I know how to write my good shit. <laughs> you know, and, like, I might be able, I might be able to take a line or two from this bullshit that I just did and use that for some real shit. Like, it takes a, a level of uh, honesty, which I think poetry really is, too. Like, poetry is honesty. Yeah. It's very vulnerable, man. Extremely fucking so. <laughs> like, but that's... Which is so weird, like... I don't know. I was going to say, sorry. I love sharing my poems, but then I get terrified to share my songs. Like, as a songwriter, I don't know, it's weird. I'm weird. I'll get over that. I'll get past that one of these days. I mean, people have heard my music before and stuff, but it's just, I don't know. It's, it's That's just different. Is it like expectations you think? Because like when somebody asks me to say, "Hey, listen to the song," I'm thinking, oh, "Okay, I might hear some fire shit." But somebody say, "Hey, why, this is watch read this poem." I'm not yeah. like thinking. I'm I like, think oh. it's a mixture of things, but mostly, um, 
from being younger and being in choir and being in a singer's family, being around singers and feeling like everybody I was around was amazing singers. And then I wasn't. But like I can sing my ass off. It's just like, I don't know. It was just like I always looked at the other singers like my mom. She's a fucking amazing singer. Grandma, my aunt, my one of my older brothers. Um, like I said, I was in choir. So I was like, um, there was three tenors, maybe four. Sometimes it was like this other guy who would occasionally come. But like the other two guys I was with were fucking amazing singers. Like, and then um, sometimes like the one guy, he would like to sing the higher note and then the other guy would like to sing the lower note. So I'd be stuck singing, trying to hold down a whole section by myself and I couldn't do it sometimes. So I'm feeling insecure. Like it was just like a mixture of things that just kind of compiled onto like this fear of like, uh, is my music good enough? <laughs> and it's like, I know what I'm doing. I know that it's it's good. I just, I don't know. I, I, I don't, I think I just don't want my music to get lost in the pool of musicians, if that makes sense. So it's like, I know my poetry and like all my other talents don't get lost. Like, what if this one does? I, you, yeah. <laughs> I don't write songs as much, so I'm like, I, I, I can't relate. I don't do the yeah. music part, but I think I get you. That's why I ask like, expectations. That too, because it's like I just want it to be good. Like you know, I've, I also like you know having parents that did music. Uh, my dad rapped too, so like I have the kind of parents that will let me know if they like something I don't, and exactly what they like about it, and exactly what they don't like. And while that, as an artist, is essential, um, it can sometimes breed like a bit of insecurity of like. Shit, like, uh, I don't know. It's going to be good. I don't know. Uh, like, so, like, now sometimes I create with... And that's something that I recently had to get out of the mindset of, so I'm still edging past it. But there will be times where I would create with my parents in mind. Of, like, are they going to like this? <laughs> are they going to fuck with this or not? Like, so I had to, like, get out of that and just really make it about my creation and what I want to create and what I'm making. Like... Yeah, it's so cliche, but hey, all the artists say, like, make stuff for you and your feelings. Yeah. And then it's just like, what if, it's like, damn, what if I make this amazing song? Like, I wrote this one song recently. Like, I literally fucking cried, like, while I listened to it. Like, it's not even, like, a slow song, but it's just, like, what I was saying. I was like, damn, like, I know exactly what I was feeling in that moment. And I was like, damn, I've never made a song that, like, made me cry before. Oh, shit. What if nobody like it? <laughs> I never like it. I mean, you think about it, though, like, some of our favorite artists have, like, an album, and it's like, was that one song, like, yeah. I won't say necessarily trash, but, like, kind of, yeah, like, that's, that's their album. shit that don't nobody else really, yeah. but it's like, I don't know, I don't know, I sound different now, I feel different, so, we gonna see, I'm really, like, that's why I'm recording myself talk about it, I will be releasing music in the next year, like, that's it, that's it, period. So. <laughs> real, quick, real quick question, like, is there, like, a certain season where your creativity, like, skyrockets, or, like, Oh yeah. Fall. Yep, I was about to say fall. Fall. Yeah, fall. Yeah. Yeah. Some about fall. It just, it just pure. But you know what though? Different types of creativity sometimes, um, around the season. So like, around this time, writing really any time of year, but specifically yeah, yeah. fall, and um, graphic design for some reason. Like writing and graphic design in the fall just go hand in hand for me specifically I guess for graphic design it's Halloween graphics so I'm always just like especially at this point it's like my fifth year doing it so it's like 
at this point, I'm used to making, like, my scary movie list and doing all that. And then, like, um, I'll say photography. I get an itch for that in the wintertime and in the summer. Like, I just want to have I'm the same way. Like, it's not about the fall. I just want to just... Yeah, I just want to make some shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah let's, just, let's just make something. <laughs> and, like, summer's, like, the final case. Spring is just cool. Winter is, like, yeah. cold and holidays. But that fall, it's like, okay... Emotions are just pouring in. <laughs> oh, completely. Yeah, it's... I think, especially... So, like, somewhere here, like Arizona, it doesn't... I'm glad that uh, I grew up in some a place that has all four seasons. Because, like, that mindset still sticks. So, even if it doesn't... Because it doesn't always match, you know, um, yeah, the season yeah, yeah. out here. Like, in the fall, and it leaves fall. It's still just, like, like spring or summer. It's just less hot. <laughs> um... But, you know, obviously at home, it's like the leaves is falling. Everything changing colors. It's rainy and you get a little chilly. You want to get a cover yeah, and, like, like, five o'clock and shit. Like, yeah, like, I, I, and, and I still have that mindset, so I still can get into that mode. Um, and I, I don't know what it is about that, though. Like, it is something about fall and I just, like, uh, I don't know. It's, it's very interesting and I'm, I'm really excited. It's my favorite time of year, so outside of... Yeah, they want to fall here, so your pen just magically just start flowing in your Flowing room. to the notebook, like, <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I want to add it real quick, because I'm, I'm the same way. Like, some of fall, I just want to just write. Yeah, bro. It's um, around the corner. Yeah, it is. And it just, it's, it is also a very photogenic time. Fuck it, yeah. You know what? All my creativity. Fall gets all of it. Because, I like, photo shoots, I want to take those. Even though, again... I need to just come home this year for fall. I need I need a little dead leaves in my life. Fall. I need some dead trees and some orange leaves and like a little rain. I need to put on some boots. <laughs> like uh, I need the whole fall time fit. Get it. <laughs> um. All right. So go ahead and wrap up a little bit. Uh, my last question is: Do you have any advice for a writer? a beginning writer, a writer who, or someone who's interested in writing, rather, um, but not really even sure what to do about it, you know? They know they love it. Yeah, I'm a very straight-to-the-person kind of guy, so some of my answers be very boring, but honestly, when it comes to writing, literally, like, Nike, just do it, just write. Even if it don't make sense, (laughs) just write. Or, like, um, I forgot what it's called. I read a book about this, well, I feel it's called. But literally, like, again, if it don't make sense, just write, 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 next line, write, 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 just keep writing. And eventually, as you write, and something will come to your brain, you're like, okay, I'm going to stick to this one subject, and you can dissect from there. Okay. Yeah, I feel that. Um, I think about morning journals or something like that. Ooh. I love, so I technically do that. Uh, it's like a dream journal. <clears throat> if I find out, I'll send to you, but yeah, yeah. what I saying? So I mean, I don't, I don't know if it's like the same idea, but like I kind of do something like that, like a dream journal, where like the first, like as soon as you wake up, you write down like the first like details that you can remember from your dream. You know, oh ha! Oh, I love that. Player. Okay, yes, yeah, send me a picture of that. I gotta get into that. <laughs> yeah, I need that. Um, but yeah, and then like you write down like whatever you can remember from the dream itself and half of the time the shit won't make sense like 
there's been times I wrote down shit like, you know, um, stairway, elevator, juice vine. And I'm like, what the fuck does this even mean? But it's just like, the more the... <laughs> yeah, and like the, the repetition of doing it, the more and more you do it, the more you fill in those sentences, the more you, your dream recall picks up. So it's just like that with writing in general. Like, I think you, you kind of hit it, um, you know, the nail of it. Often, like, yeah, just write. Like, just fucking write. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be good. And I think often, and now I'm, I should be taking my own advice, that when we try things, when we create things, we like creating the mindset of like, this needs to be good. And it's like, don't think about good or bad, because which, because even that's another thing. Some everybody doesn't respond the same. So what one person might hate, another person might love. You know, one person I'm like this poem is trash. Another person I'm like this poem saved my life. Like, so yeah, it's subjective. So it's just like write and write with the intention of expression first. What the say, fuck are you trying to say? Write, don't try to think about the end of the poem either. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Just write and think about what the fuck you want to say. Like that's it. <laughs> what are you trying to say right now? Period. And like real quick, back to music. Like I don't know if you like see like behind the scenes, like people in the studio writing songs. Mm-hmm. You know, like, they like, they mumble at first. Like oh yeah, yeah, like, getting that like they, they I do work. that. Yeah. So like yeah, you don't. What you're saying at first don't make sense <laughs> at all. Yeah, you just like, yeah, 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 You know what? You actually just reminded me too. There's another moment that I fell in love with poetry. Actually, um, my mom is a songwriter and a poet. I found one of her notebooks when I was a kid. I still have it. Um. And she only wrote, like, the first two or three pages. She would do that a lot, and I would just finish the notebooks. Like, she would buy a notebook, write, like, the first two or three pages, and never write it again. Um, and so I have one of those kind of notebooks, so I, and I kept those pages. And it was just, like, she had just wrote something. It was, like, a few pages. And this was the first time I emotionally connected to my mom, I think. and Because, I, like, I felt everything she was saying. I was there for some of it. So it was, like, to see how she felt. Cause she's also not... My mom is expressive, but not in a sense... She's she's better now, but growing up, she wasn't expressive in a sense of her own emotions. She's expressive in the fact that, oh, I love you, you know, you motherfuckers get on my nerves or something, but, like, how she was feeling or what she was going through and stuff like that, she just wouldn't... So it was, like, to see this written down on pages in this poetic form, uh, it was like, oh, huh. She does, first off, she does have emotions, huh? Like... <laughs> Oh, look at that. They are there. <laughs> but no, um, just to be able to connect in that way with her um, through her words, it was like, this is interesting. Okay. And so, you know, from there, I, I also tested myself at um, just making people feel me through what I was saying or what I was writing, you know. So, yeah, that too. Think about that's, that's how you feel cool. when you write. <laughs> Yes. All right. Well, I appreciate this one hundred percent. Um, you are the first poet on the docket. I'm definitely. I'm just. I'm just go ahead and get all three of y'all. Do the separate views. We'll figure it out. But <laughs> I appreciate you for doing this with me. As always, definitely let the people know where to follow you. Uh, Instagram, Deshamar Reese. Facebook. Yeah, I'm on social media. Are Deshamar Reese, honestly. Yeah. 
Art the Shadow is photography. Yeah. I got you. I got you. Shadow is not for everything. Yes, yes. Um, definitely send me a picture of that book. But um, and I'll if you know I'll hit you up again for another topic if you're down. But until then, have a good night, and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, man. Talk to you soon. <laughs> All right. Peace. Okay, so if you have been following the love letter segment of the show, then you know essentially it's just my therapeutic way of writing letters to the five guys that I've fallen in love with in an effort to understand what I got from them and what I want in my next lover and to release them fully. Um, I've done three letters so far. There's two left. And yeah, this is letter number four. Dear Byron, I have no idea where to start with this one. I mean, I guess I can start with the very beginning. Meeting you. I remember when I first met you, I wasn't comfortable being around really attractive guys yet. And maybe it's cliche, you know, tall, light-skinned, tatted. But, hey, fine is fine. <laughs> You made me nervous as hell, but I just wanted to look at you, and I remember at the times that I would, I would get lost. But that's the thing. What we had was dark. I learned to relish my dark side, and I think I started to understand it and introduce myself to it during our era. And yes, I call it an era because if anyone knows about us, yeah, it was an era. When I think of you, I think of late nights on the phone or hanging out. I think of arguments and moments we stop talking. The topics we talk about. The anger, the frustration we display with each other. It was definitely a dark love. <clears throat> but you helped me learn about my spiritual side. You brought me to my spiritual awakening by breaking me. It took a long, long Fucking time to get over you. <laughs> but once I did, I was able to look back and recognize that you were hurting. I know that you had some issues. I just wish that some of the things didn't get projected onto me. But hey, I think you broke my heart more than any other guy has. You made me feel like I wasn't enough. You picked so many fucking guys over me just for none of them to have stuck around. Like, I used to feel so fucking crazy watching the same pattern back to back but now I, I I look at it as again part of the breaking process I wonder if you're alone now I mean it doesn't matter I guess I'm just wondering you know I know if you had chosen me I'd still be there but life happens how it's supposed to and Looking back, I probably shouldn't have stuck around because I wasn't. The man that I am now, I'm in love with, and I don't think I would have been able to become him had I stuck around. So thank you for breaking me. Know that you'll never get that close to me to break me like that again. I do still love you, though. And if I'm honest, probably always will. Sincerely, Troy.
All right, all right. So before I let you guys go, I want to share another week in love. Um, this week we actually got some devastating fucking love news. Um, well, one was devastating. One personally, I felt I saw coming, but I don't know. We'll see. Either way, um, the first thing that I kind of saw coming is Jeezy and Jeannie Mai, Jeannie Mae. Um, they're gonna divorce. Jeezy filed for divorce. And um, there was no, you know, reasoning provided, which they don't necessarily owe that to us, I don't believe. But, um, you know, obviously people are making their assumptions and, and their theories. And I just think it's funny with, um, you know, obviously black women making comments. I saw some stuff like, that's right. Come on home, baby. <laughs> Terrible. Um, the other news that we got is, which now this one is the devastating part. Um Tiana Taylor and Iman Shumpert. Like, I don't understand what happened. Anybody, like, okay, look, if you've been around me, like, I don't know. The point is, I fucking, I think they are a sexy fucking couple. Like, they're they're just fucking, they're fucking hot. Like, I feel like if they were at a bar trying to take me home, I'm going. And either one of them could just do whatever. Do whatever to me. Like, I've never seen a, I mean, I probably have, and I just can't think of it. But either way, they are just so collectively sexy that it's just like, it explodes when they're together. So, um, but I mean, you know, sex isn't everything. And Tiana made a post, you know, just kind of confirming that he's still her best friend. They're still really cool. Um, She didn't necessarily say why they decided to do what they did either, which isn't our... um, our business either she just kind of said you know it wasn't anything infidelity wise before motherfuckers start spreading bullshit because people will do that um but yeah still devastating like they they kind of just broke my heart with that one <laughs> anyway as always thank you guys so so much for listening uh don't forget to follow the official instagram page for the pod love underscore journal podcast and until next time love love Peace. You can get it, you can get it, you can get it. And I know just, know just, know just, know just, know just what you